0: Okay, uh, okay, here we go. So, hello, right on time. Okay, so let's start right away. First number one. Um, yeah. Now we are full fledged into the mishkan. Okay, stories are over. We did some mishpatim, a lot of mitzvos, and now we're doing mishkan. And now we're thanks thanks to the the Shanamu beret that we have usually Truma and are together and Ve'aqabuhge are together. This year, they are not together. So we have five weeks to talk about the Mishkan. No, we'll figure something to do. We'll figure it out. Uh, well, next week we're not going to meet. Right. So, but we have a lot of time to talk about the Mishkan. We'll talk about maybe Chedegel in between. We'll see. Uh, but anyways, so one of the obviously central features of the Mishkan, and Truma is the Kalem of the Mishkan, and Tetzave is the, like, the Be'gadim of the, of the Kohen Gadol, etc. So right away, says the Tawra, Vasu aronatsehitim, you should make an ark out of acacia wood. I don't know if that I guess that's a translate what A are. And Basin Vakitzi arkov, a mammachitzi varhpo, mamakitzi it gives it all the how, how many cubits there are in the uh measurements, etc. Vitsipisa o zahav you should you should cover it, right? You should give it an overlay. Of pure gold, right, on the outside and on the inside, it has gold, and you put a, like a, like this molding, this crown around the top, and they can you know, put the four rings on the outside. It's fine. That's how you make the, make the aron, that's what it looks like. It's fine. So, when Moshe is committed to do this, he's committed to make how many arons? A One. One. it's not a trick question. That's the that's the normal answer. The answer is you, yeah, you make one aron. Make the r su aron Make the aron. Great. And that's what we probably always thought. And then, if you skip all the way to Parshis Akef, source number two. Certain things you remember. It's my remember of Parsha, so like these, took so like still like <laughs> sing in my head, you know. But he so in this part of the story, Moshe Bini was telling the story of when he went back up the second time. Okay, so so Parsha's Chumah is what where it takes place. Right, this Parsha, this Parsha is taking place before Egel Is it taking place after the Egel According to the, the chronology of the Torah, it's before Egel And Hashem is teaching Moshe Chumah Tetzaveh. He says. You know, do your thing, make, make me a Mishkan. Parsh kitsa is Egel, Right? So There's a big machalog between the Ramban and R- Rashi. and Ramban whether the Mishkan was sort of like a response to Khaitego, which obviously Hashem knows is gonna happen. Okay, that was Friday night if you're here for everybody uh, Phillips talking about that. How do you right, how do you ask these questions? Hashem knows, if Hashem knows, how do we choose? Fine. But the bottom line is according to to, to some, this is a response to the Chet E'igel, so Hashem says, you want something physical? You'll take something physical, but something that I command you exactly, exactly, exactly how to do it, right? Others say no, that, that, uh, that this is always the plan. Hashem always wanted to make a Mishkan. For whatever reason, Hashem places the story of Chet E'igel in between Shumet Tetzav, which is the commandment to build the Mishkan, and Re'akab which is the actual building of the Mishkan itself. Fine. But, but regardless, or sort of regardless, nevertheless, <laughs> Let's assume for a second that this story happens before Chet Egel. Okay, let's assume it for a second. It may not have, but let's assume that it did. I actually didn't think about this while I was preparing this, but it's actually interesting. But let's assume for a second it happened before Chet Egel. Right, the order of the Torah. So now you find yourself in source number two in Parshas Ekev. Parshas Ekev for sure. The story that they're talking about this is forty years later. Moshe is retelling the story of Chet Egel, and he talks about how after Chet Egel, I went back up onto the mountain. Right and by Isaiah, he at that time Amar Hashem, Elei Hashem said to be p'salacha shne luchos avanim Moshe had already smashed the luchos after Moshe comes, he goes up the mountain for forty days, comes down. are doing a are doing He smashes the luchos, right, and then he goes back up, right. So he tells the story now how he went back up. And what did Hashem say? Instead of the first ones, I carved, I gave and handed them to you. The second ones p'salacha. You have to do it yourself. Okay. Just like the first ones, but they're different. Our own So he says, go back up on the mountain. You're gonna make, you're gonna make uh, two lochos like the first ones, and go up on the mountain with me, and make for yourself what an aaron eights, a ark of wood. This part is always, I shouldn't say always, very often overlooked by people as they read this pesukim. They read this they as, like, oh yeah, yeah, Mosh goes back up and he makes. It makes the luchos and it comes down right, and then vechtov al luchos. It said the al luchos ariv shonim, and I'm going to write on the luchos the same things that were on the original luchos. asheshi barta, the the first one that you smashed visam tam ba aron and then place them in the ark. Okay, va'as. So the moshes va'as aron at seichim. So what I do? I made a aron at seichim and aron out of acacia wood. And then I carved. I carved out two luchos, like the first ones, and I went up on the mountain, and I had them in my hands. I wrote the same thing, the ten things. Fine. So basically, Hashem, I did what Hashem said, which was, make this own, carve out new luchos, and then take the new luchos, and place them in the aron. When's Moshe making this arun, chronologically, according to this story? Before he went before up the mountain. Before he went up the mountain, or on the mountain, or at some time yeah. before, before he comes, he... sounds like before he comes down. Oh, for
1: sure. And did we also know about him making this aron when we heard about it the first time, or it's just in this retelling of Ego?
0: Great question. We do, we're not told when he goes back on the mountain the first time that he makes an arun. Mm-hmm. We're not told that. And everybody agrees that whatever the order of the story, Moshe only commands the building of the Mishkan when he comes back down the mountain the third time, really, right? Or second time, but really the third time. Right? Because he, he comes down, the, he goes up the first time, gets the Luchos, comes back down, smashes them, goes up a second time to do Tshuva, right? For Kalah comes down, and then goes back up a third time to get the second Luchos, right? He comes down the third time, that is on Yom Kippur, the 10th day of Tishrei. And that's when Vayakal Moshe is called Asbitesel. He gathers everyone together and he teaches them the halachos of building building a Mishkan. So no one disagrees with that. That is the first time they ever hear about the idea of making anything. And that's when he appoints Bitzalel and the whole story all happens after, right, at the, at, you know, Parsons Vayakchel, right, at the end of this whole three times up and down the mountain. Okay? So, uh, but according to this, uh, this read, when does he make the Aaron? It sounds like it's before he went. Before back, back. the. Right? So it, it, again, it's not totally clear, but it sounds like he makes them at some point.
1: Right. It sounds almost which, like it's a...
0: when he goes back up and comes back down, the Aaron is made already. Right. Yeah. Sounds like that, right?
1: Also, he, with the. First time, did he also like carve the tablets and then go up the mountain? Or the he first he
0: time that? Hashem just gives it. He goes up the mountain, Hashem, he hands them to him. Okay. They're made by Hashem. They're ma'set alokim okay. hima. They're mm-hmm. made by Hashem. These ones are he makes himself. But part of that process, he involves him somehow making it alright. And by the way, the arms that say she team, what is not said about it? That it's covered in gold. Covered in gold. We don't have that anywhere right. mm-hmm. about this. Okay? I mean, it seems like it's a separate project almost. seems like it. Right. Like we, we're getting luchos. We're going to need some place to keep them. So make, make a good box. You're yeah. not going to smash them. Right. You're yeah. so like, right. not going to smash yes, Right. You got to so put them somewhere. Them, and they they need to somewhere. be somewhere.
1: Right. Well, I mean, and it's separate from this Mishkan, Mishkan. It's not like the Shulchan and the carbon.
0: Doesn't sound like it, at least, right? I
1: don't, I don't think that it is. Meaning the Mishkan, the main focus of the Mishkan is the Karbano. Yes. Uh, the Aron doesn't necessarily, it can be in and it of itself. There's an aron. just like okay. an Arun at Shul. Right. Like it's not necessary
0: as part of the Avoda, mm-hmm. except that we need it on your Kipper. Right, but the Arun
1: go. is one of the objects in the
0: Kodash. In Kodash, Kardashian.
1: Oh, it is if you home go home. all,
0: in, if, if you're just in the Kodesh, right, the regular area, so you see the, the like the Mizbeach, the, the, the small Mizbeach, the, is the in big Mizbeach, on the outside, right, you go inside, well, that that's where they, shek the animals, mm-hmm. so that's pretty and then second, second, over the aros. yes, yeah. okay,
1: that's
0: so simple. second so is you, you come these, in, and right. then there's the Mizbeach, and the Choshes, which is the incense Mizbeach, yeah. the, uh, the menorah, and the shochan, yeah. right, you go into the Kodesh, Kodesh and the only thing that is there, is the arrow, which has the Kruvman, Right. I mean, you
1: can still make an argument. You can still make the argument that even if the Jews didn't sin, and then we didn't need an actual makom for Hashem to come, right. to, we didn't need that that Mishkan, the Aron would have still been
0: okay. Maybe, yeah, you could still uh, you, so you on the whole the Lulcha right. That's and, possible, but right? But yeah. right, that's true. I'm just uh, the question I'm asking is, what is this Aron? Is this Aaron the same? What 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 tells you this Aron might be the same Aron? By the way. The,
1: the, the put in
0: them. Okay, so there's luchos in them. What's it called? An Aron. An Aron at right. right. Which is the same exact language that the Torah uses to talk about the first Aron. That's mm-hmm. uh, so the Aron at team. Mm-hmm. So you could argue that this really was the original Aron. Maybe he's given that command and then he gives the same command to, to Ptisala later and it's not, mm-hmm. really a different, it's not really a different one. Or maybe one. like
1: the gold comes in. As gold as comes later. Right,
0: maybe he first but makes the wood himself and right. then there I don't, I don't know. But you... you Right. And the reason I'm saying this is because this actually becomes a focus between Rashi and the Rambat. Okay, whether this was the same Aaron or this is a different Aaron. Okay? This is not your classic. The
1: boys always have to have this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at verse number three. Take a look at verse number three. If I was going to do an intro to this year, what I don't do because I start and then I stop always, I would have said that this is not your typical. Mishkan Shir, which is my goal here today. So let's see. Take a look at source number three. Rashi says, what was in that time?" arbiim yom So this is after forty days. Which forty days, right? Remember, Moshe goes up the mountain for forty days and forty nights. Right? Harsinai, boom, exciting. They get at the to Torah. Moshe goes up the mountain for forty days, forty nights. He comes down. Yikes! Terrible things. Smashes the luchos. Good. Goes up 40 days, another 40 days, 40 nights, to do tshuva. When that happens, at the end of those, by Esahi, at the end of those second 40 days and 40 nights, Nisratali, Hashem accepted the tshuva. And then, psalacha. So he says, okay, so now it's time to get to work on the second luchos. You, you made me feel better, I'm not going to destroy Klai Yisrael, and I'll make the second luchos. Ve'arrakach, lecha Aaron, then he says to him, and make an Aaron. Vani asisi Aaron techila, but I, says Moshe Hashem gave me a command. It was, make a luchos and make an aram. But what did I do? Says Moshe, I made the aram first. Because if I have, if I come, I don't have luchos. What? Fascinating. <laughs> like, God didn't think of that. Okay? It, I, obviously, God meant that I can We find, it's fascinating also. What happened last time when he had no We find, Mame <laughs> Echazal later, that Moshe and Bitzala have the same machlokas Because Bitzala decides to make the the items first, and then build the mishkan. Yes,
1: and he right. says, how could you build the mishkan? How you could you... Sometimes you buy the house first. Right. The so
0: they have a machlokas about this. So clearly, this is the same idea. That Moshe was like, I don't get it, God. Like, how am I going to make the luchah to have nowhere to put them? Okay? Velodzehuah Aaron she'as the and Says Moshe expli- explicitly, this is not the same Aaron the B'tzalel builds. Because they didn't build a mishkan until much later. So he told me that mishkan." only when he came down the mountain does he command them to build a mishkan. Ubitzal asah mishkan tichilahu Right, Ubitzal built the mishkan first, and then he built the uh, the the, the aron and the kalim. Nim says, acher Turns out, says Rashi, this was a different aron. I didn't make it up. It's not some obscure midrash. It's in Rashi. Right? And what did they do with this Aron? This was the Aron that when they would go to war they would take this Aron with. There's a, there's a story in Tanakh Anakh, of one time they took the Aron out to war and it got stolen. Okay. Right? That the Plishtim like, steal it or whatever. It. Right? It's a very scary story. They steal the Aron. There's something with the wheels right? on the wagon. Yes, yeah, I know there's a different story. They move the Aron but, but nowhere does it say that there's two different Arons. Rashi says that's what this is. It's a different Aaron. and the Oso transferred from the Nishana
1: Aaron to the traveling arah. But both
0: made of the same wood. Yes. <laughs> the the one that's Bit Lo That wasn't until the time of Ely, much later. Allah, that's when they got they got it got stolen, etc. That's actually that's actually the original one. But the bottom line is two different aruns. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah, Anyone have a question? Like, does it matter? Like, does
0: it matter? Who cares? <laughs> who cares?
1: So far. Right. I know we're going who ca- to. No, who cares? I'm right. I don't, what does it
0: matter? Who cares? Okay, so that's the second one. I'll just I'll just counter with, if it doesn't matter, then, why, are they why I I they do do it? Or <laughs> do you make a big deal about it? Right. If it doesn't matter. Right? right? And if it, right, what, what, what is this? And the Ramban is upset with Rashi. Source number four. Oh, because of Rashi! Tomorrow. Right, so he tells the whole story of what Rashi said. Three lines down, where after it says, mm-hmm. "This is this is medrash." He didn't make it up; he found it in the medrash But I can ask. But wait a second! Afterwards, and we're going to see why this is going to matter in a second. Once they took it out, right, they took these luchos out of this Aaron and put them in the new aron. Okay, the implication is that the new luchos, right, were placed in the new Aaron. This luchos, luchos shniyos were placed in the new Aaron, right? So then, what did you need the first one for? What's the going out in war for? There's, not, not, there's nothing in them. The omrim, so what does some say? The which, luchos, of the first. which luchos? Which lujos were in mm-hmm. the, the more obscure or less talked about? Our own. The broken pieces were in that one. The broken pieces of the first original. one, mm-hmm. original luchos. Okay. It's like a box. What? It's
1: like a box. Okay.
0: So we have to see. Mm-hmm. We're when gonna does, have to see what's that for. That what do I need that? War. And why does that go to I war? Mean,
1: Right, if you want Hashem on your side. I'll yes. you bring the Shivera Luchos. Shiver. Shiver. Oh, ah, the broken ones.
0: You the ones, good. you know, Okay, you see where we're headed. Good, okay. good. But that's, that's a very unique opinion. Right? That's very unique. Shekach, Shaninu, B'mesech HaShkala, is Yerushalmi. And Mesech that actually has this machlokas. Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda, B'reb Yelay, Omer. There's a b'risa that says, Rabbi Yehuda said the name of Rabbi Yelay. Shnei Aronos Hayu, Y'm Okay, so Rashi didn't make it up. comes from Yerushalmi there's two opinions in the Gemara Yerushalmi. The one says they had two arons in the Midbar. Echad <speaking> shahayu shivri luchos munachin. One had the shivri luchos, one had the regular luchos, right? The the whatever. Rabbanan <speaking in> right? <Hebrew> no, <speaking in> haya. <Hebrew> said there were no. There's one aaron U pam achas yatzah be mei a It was only went out one time, right? However, v'das Rebbei saying the Bachoma chomakom ain't okay. But the regular Gemaras don't assume like this. Elaluchos, luchos v'shivel luchos ba. Ramban says you don't have two separate arons, one for the regular luchos and one for the smashed luchos. Rather,
1: they're both in.
0: They're both in, in the, the, the mishkan. The main regular aro. Okay, so everyone learns on something else, right, which they are taking for granted, which is, what happened to the shivel luchos? What happened to the broken ones? They did not just get thrown away. Khalila. they were placed. Somewhere, everybody agrees. Whether you're Rashi or you're the Ramban, either there's two Arons, one for the for the whole second luchos that Moshe made and one for the shivir luchos, and the shivir luchos one is the one that goes to war, which I understand why that is. Or you assume that both the regular luchos and the shivir luchos were both in the Aron that B'tzala made. Okay? Everybody with me still? Yes?
1: And that, that one goes also to war. Meaning, if you're only dealing with one, if you, arrow, you have only one arrow,
0: and then, arrow, arrow, then the, when an R would go to war, that would be the one to go. But how often it went, it's a good question. How often did they take the aron out and take it to war? I'm not trying sure to necessarily, you know, convince, but yeah, yeah, fine. I brought you in source number five. We don't have to really read this inside. I think for right now, um, I just I was like I had heard about this story about two arons, and like I was trying to find an article that would talk about this thing. So I put it in English. I couldn't find anything online. So I decided to to type it in Hebrew were there two Arons, right? And I found this like fascinating article, which really just goes through some of the basic stuff and just led me back to some of the original sources here. But so he he goes through some of this Machlokas. And part of the Machlokas comes from the fact, I'll just show you one thing that was interesting, that he says, uh, why is that? Look where it says, you skip down one, two, three paragraphs. The beginning of the paragraph is Rayot Yot, Shahayushne Aronot, right? Proof that there were two. Yesh stira because it's actually a contradiction. Binogeya lemikum haaron bezeam asot. Where did the Aaron go when they traveled? Okay. B'parshas by midbar neamar venasa oha moed machanei levim bisoch hamachanos kashiyachanu. Can you show isha yedudigleham that the the machanei which would surround the Aaron? They right? I mean, would camp. You have the Mishkan in the middle, the levim around it, and then the different tribes around that. Right? So they would always travel in the middle. Right? In fact, um, so the implication being that where was the Aaron then when they would travel? In the middle. In the middle. But you'd have the Aaron with them in, inside the Mahana Lavia and then surrounded by the rest of the, of the tribe. So they would travel like basically the way that they, right? Just like they would tra- tra- uh, camp, they would travel the same, same in the same, you know, uh, what do you call it? Form-
1: formation.
0: formation. Thank you. Same formation. So that has the Aaron in the middle. Okay? Um, so it sounds like, however, keep reading. <speaking in Hebrew> it would travel the same way, We would travel like it was. Um, and the passage actually says, <speaking in Hebrew> just like they camped, same way they would travel. <speaking in Hebrew> they traveled from the Harsinai for three days. <speaking in Hebrew> That the aurum would actually go three days in front of him. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> was at the front? Where was the arm? Was it in the middle or was it in the front? What would Rashi say? Both. No problem. Right? So how could that be? So Rashi says, no problem, right? It must be that the front one was probably the the one that goes to war, Mm -hmm. right? that one goes ahead, and the other one stays in the middle. The Ramban has arguments back, and you can understand, maybe it just means, it doesn't explicitly say the arm was in the middle, maybe that was just the Mishkan was in the middle, but the arm would go ahead, fine, fine. The bottom line is, you have Who cares? Who cares? And certainly, if you're going to have shivre luchos, and one of them, why is that the one that goes out to war? Good. So take a look. Um... And, and by the way, this is Gemara source number six tells me that there were luchos, and so I, I want to take your attention now to a couple of explanations yeah. for why we would keep the shiveh luchos in the aron. Okay, let's just go to that question for a second. Source number six, Gemara Maseches Menachos says, "Asher shibarta v'samtam ba'aron," right? That Moshe smashed and placed them in the aron, and that's they did, right? That's how we know. Tani, Rabbi Yosef Melami "Shal luchos v'shiveh luchos menachem ba'aron." The pasuk says, Hashem says to Moshe, and the luchos that you smashed place them in the Arun. You see, they were both there. Mikan, and says the Gemara from there, Mikan the Tamil Chacham she'shachach onso. Let's say the Tamil Chacham, a person who was a big Tamil Chacham and eventually loses his knowledge. You would say today, a person becomes older, has dementia, right? You see this happens in Tamil Chachamim, who eventually, they become old and they're not able to, they used to see them as tremendous scholars and now they don't have that anymore. Right? It's a terrible thing to see. What happens to such a person? Be careful not to treat that person with disrespect. Rabbi Soloveitchik, actually, at the very end of his life, um, the last number of years, I think from like 1986 or so, I don't think he had Alzheimer's, but he, was, he had dementia, and the Tversky family, right, his daughter, um, th- who lived in Boston, the Talna Rebbe, that's Rabbi, Tr- Rabbi Mir, Trotsky's father, right? So Rabbi Tversky's father was the Rebbe's was the son-in-law, and his mother was, uh, is uh, the Rebbe's daughter. So they, the Rav came to live with them, and he basically stayed inside, and nobody saw him because they didn't want it. To, it was seven, I think it was seven years that he didn't really like to leave. They didn't want people to see him like that. His whole life they had known him as Rabbi and he, in the end of his life, he didn't he didn't have the ability to be himself anymore, and so they kept him kind of hidden. Right? This this is Gemara basically you do that. You, you take a Talmachachem who loses their knowledge, so you don't you don't treat them with bizeyon. Okay, how's this connected? <clears throat> This is what the ah. Shiva Luchos are all about. Shiveri Luchos, right? So look at, the, look at the, the Maharal in source number seven. So the Maharal in source number seven okay, writes. Can I, can I yes.
1: That, yeah. that doesn't seem like a fair analogy. Luchos that got broken because Bnei Yisrael's sin is oh, okay. the same as okay. like, Talmud Chachem losing his knowledge by the natural order of life. By,
0: by happening by itself, right. That's a fair point. But the question is, the Luchos didn't they do anything did wrong. wrong. Okay. So why should the Luchos... Okay. Say, right? Maybe that's the answer. Luchos for says the Maharal source number seven. Davar Zeh Be'Arnu Hatam. We give an explanation for this reason. For this, what is it? Kamosha Mitzvah. We see we are in source number seven. beginning of source number seven. Kamoshem Mitzvah Lasum Ba'Aron Haluchos. Just like it's a mitzvah the place the luchos, the aron, the luchos. Kach Mitzvah sum Sham Luchos. Also the broken luchos. B'bnai Kishiveil Luchos Gam Kain Ma'alal Fascinating. Why did I keep the shiveil luchos there? Because the shiveil luchos also speak of a certain elevated status of Klal the first ones they were made by Hashem. They were a much higher level than the second ones. We know that the Beis Halevi says that the first luchos had all of Torah and Torah all on the luchos. It's impossible physically, right? But that's okay. They were they were they were made by Hashem, right? The, the Chazal say that that the letters and the luchos were it was hollowed through. You could see this, and if you looked on one side and the other, it would be the same. Even though it should be backwards. Exactly. So when you would flip it, it would become the same again. Right? So there was, it was, they, were, they were created by Hashem. So there was, there, was, there was literally a different quality to those luchos. right? Um, and that's where we place the luchos, these luchos in the Aaron too. aron al yadam Right? This is part of this is, they were Mas kim, right? Afal Gav even though they're broken. You can't just get, not just anybody can get those types of luchos from Hashem. Why do you get them? Because you deserve them. It speaks to where the level clients were on at that moment when they got the first set of luchos. They fell down and they sinned and they messed up. But having the luchos, the broken luchos reminds us of where we can be. Not to make us feel bad, but to show us where we can... This is where you were. Even though they lost it. You can't compare a person who never had a certain status to a person who had the status and then lost it. Right, Like the Tamachacham who loses his knowledge. Right? Right, and Because of both the regular luchos and the smosh mash ones, the shchinah state. You still give him uh, respect. sof he la because he had gotten to that certain level. And you don't lose your 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 status just because something happened. They gotten there. They didn't lose everything. He broke the Luchos, they didn't lose everything. Yeah. That's so beautiful.
1: I actually just gave a share last week comparing to midrashim, but this is a third idea. It's the same exact idea, but that's why we have the midrash of the angel teaching all Torah oh, to the fetus. I was about to talk about it. Right? Yes. It's the same concept, and also why did why did also we had panim panim for that split second when God spoke to us at Har Sinai? And then never again. And it goes away. But, but why? Like, and it's the same idea. Yes, like, yes. There's yes. an ideal. We're not here. We're not there. But now that's what we're working towards. That's yes. what we're working at. Yes. Like, yes, 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 yes. another example. Good. So excellent,
0: beautiful. excellent. So look at this fast MS. So yeah, so the, the idea being just a crystallizer, right? Yeah. That we had risen to a certain level and then we lost that level. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think like, oh, what, like, like, what a waste. Like I got to, right? And then I lost and I'm not in the same place I was. Like I have this, well, I have, this is what I get all the time, my students, like, in Yeshiva, I was da-da-da. And I'm like, right, but we don't do that. We don't live our whole life holding on to where we were once. We use that to continue to grow. And with life, and all of us who have lived a little longer know, life kind of goes like this, you know? And we hope that we go like this. But we, 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 we wax and we wane. And we don't look at the bass and say, oh, it's like, it never happened. No, that was an experience that I had, and that was good. And now I build on it. Right? I don't I don't let go of it. I don't forget about it. I keep the Shiveluchos Luchos in the Aaron still. I don't let go of them. Okay? Take a look at this Vassameis. He says kind of a similar idea. V'Issa, he says, Shiveluchos Luchos minochim b'Aaron. He says a similar idea. He says, V'hainu ki b'vadei ha-matana sh'anasan lanu akadosh baruchu lo hayalam Hashem gave us this gift. It wasn't to protect us or to protect it. V'im ki az lo hayinu ruuyim kabel. V'nignaz b'Aaron. It's almost like we weren't Able to accept it. It was placed in the arm. And it broke. We had to fix what was smashed. This is a very Hasidic Kabbalistic idea, right? That we go, we spend our time in, in Gaulus, what? Collecting all the broken pieces that, that Gaulus brought us, right? When we're able to fix it all, what can happen, we can actually get back there. Why does Aaron a coin? When they're building the ego. The the what does he say? So the simple shot, he says that because he wants to hold them he's off. Stalling or he's stalling time. for Moshe to come back. What's machar? So he says, oh. One day, the 17th day of Tammuz, which is the day when the, the Luchos were smashed, the day of Chetigo, will eventually be a Yantif. That was a special day. And just because we weren't able to accept it, oh, it became a terrible day. But it was supposed it was to be great a great day. day. Yeah. And what's going to happen? When we fix it finally, You've heard this before about Tisha B'Av. At Tisha B'Av, we don't say tahan, because Tisha B'Av eventually will be a day of Simcha. So he says the same thing to be true for Yitzhakim and because we keep the Shiva Luchos. Why? So There's a little bit different answer. First answer is we keep them because we see that it, it, it had value, that we had that experience, right? The Shasamis is saying a little different. He's saying that, you no, know, the fact that they're broken, so what do we do? We hold them. Why? to know that one day we'll put them back together. Right? We're not gonna, they're not going to be broken forever. And it can inspires us to know where we can get back to. Okay. The thing hey, is, why is <laughs> oh. that's what we do with people. What? That's what we have to do with people. We find people that are broken. Oh. Walk the dare at whatever it is. Yeah. We don't give up. Right. Right. Don't give up. Right.
1: We keep right. having them. We keep inviting them. We keep
0: doing. They'll come back. Right. Right. keep you, working. If you
1: forget about it then so
0: they don't have a chance. Right. 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 Right, you have to keep. You have to keep the broken luchos. So the the I was going to mention exactly what Alana said. Really, to connected to the first shot is that right, everyone we have this idea that when you learn, when you're in the, ba- in the in the mother's womb, so everyone learns the whole Torah, and then you walk out, and that's why we all have this little thing. You get the, get the baby hits, in the, and then we get hit in the mouth. And someone's like, okay, well, what good is that? What good is all learning Kol Torah Kula if you're going to forget it all anyways? Right. So, that so kind makes
1: of. It to get
0: so some say yeah, because it makes it more. easier to know right? Something the impact lasts. It does right? That's the same shot also. Like we learn so much and then we forget. what We learn. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we do, but it, it, there's a residue, right? There's like, a, there's something that stays there, right? It doesn't go, it doesn't totally get lost, mm-hmm. right? It's still there. Even sometimes, sometimes we forget. So that impact is there. we shouldn't forget where we can be, right? We shouldn't forget where we have the opportunity to be. I saw one, I heard one other shot from a friend of mine. It's a Rebbe in Yeshiva Chalvin. His name is Yehuda Terecki. You've heard of him. He's a wonderful Rebbe. He's a, a good friend of mine also would have known that we Rebbe Turetsky maybe i called him before would have been a Rebbe when we were in high school You knew he was going to be a Rebbe inshallah he's an amazing a wonderful amazing guy uh, and he said he said that every person in their life right does wonderful good things that we feel good about and we also have times when we smash the luchos times we have we have a potential in front of us and we break it and we drop it and we, and we mess up so what do we do so we have a choice we can take the luchos and we can just discard them, the shivre luchos, right? or we can hold on to them and carry them with us, meaning use them as an opportunity to remind ourselves. Right? We learn. We build from those stars. I quoted you as uh, a cute Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison right? They said to him, he said he had went through 2,000 experiments before he actually created the light bulb. And what did he say? I never failed once. I invented the light bulb. It just happened to be a 2,000 step process. Right? We all do that, right? We all do that. But if that's true, so I like this. He said, now he said a chat, Why did the shiv go to war? Yeah, I know.
1: Because
0: when we go to war, either real war or the mechem basayetzer, the war that we have with ourselves. If we, bring the Sh- if we don't bring the shiv so what's going to happen? We won't remember how we've messed up before. We don't, we don't have a, a memory of the, of, the, of the places where we stepped in the wrong place and we and, we, and we, weren't, we had the wrong perspective, and we weren't thinking correctly, and we, if we forget all that and put it away and pretend it never happened, and use the little flashy pen from Men in Black, and you forget your, your past, right? You don't know anymore what happened. So what's going to happen? You, you're not going to be able to be successful in that war, in the new war. But if you bring with you the mistakes of the original Mechama, so then you're able to have the proper perspective, which, by the way, doesn't just work in Mechama, say, it's, or, you know, the fights we have in, in our lives. It works in war, Right? In real war, right? war is about, right? a Jewish war, is right? about having on the one hand and having, and having the right strategy, etc. on the other hand, and having the balance of both. And so having the Shivr Luchos with you is reminding you about that balance. Okay. And therefore, maybe it makes perfect sense that the things we take to war are the Shiver Luchos, which on the one hand reminds us of who we can be, so it gives us that strength. And at the same time, reminds us of how we can mess up. Wow. And it gives us that perspective to be, a little more careful. So there's a lot here, obviously, more about this to our own, to whatever. But I thought there's a very nice perspective because it, 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 it fits for, I think, for, for real war. And obviously, it's a, it's a perspective for all of us. But I think it's such a, you know, like we think like, oh, the only had not broken the luchos. Yeah, it's true. But at the same time, like that's humanity. Yeah. And that's who we really are. We are, we are mm-hmm. all of us, carry full luchos and we all carry shiver luchos. And they provided for us that, I think that... That model for us as we move through yeah. Yeah. So, the rest of our life. Yeah, what you were
1: saying,